We are live once again. Uh, different setting for me this episode, but same setting for Coach, like always, with the two doors split there. How you doing today on this <laughs> lovely evening? Just like uh, just like my, uh, my my counterpart over here, I like to change it up. I'm just kidding. I'm actually in the exact same room. Yeah. Um, I just recently bought a house and I have not fully furnished it yet, but y'all are not here for that. Y'all are here for the, uh, <laughs> for the money and the combos and the, and the fun stuff. But, but yeah, going through that right now, as you can see, there is nothing on these walls. So, yeah, well, uh, <clears throat> we're kind of in the last couple of weeks. Uh, I'm going to call them some filler weeks before we get into week zero in our actual sports betting and, and all that stuff like week to week. So I figured we'd come today and maybe test out some new features of the stream, recap some of our, uh, our bets, maybe what we're seeing in some of the quarterback competitions around the big colleges in the sec, like LSU and Texas A&M. And let's just have a conversation. Keep you, you don't want to keep you too long here, but we want to keep you invested. And, and maybe if you have anything you want to add on, uh, feel free to comment, please like, and subscribe to the channel. As we get into here, our TikTok. we had a, a big blow up on our TikTok on one of the videos, TikTok. my apologies on one of the videos that we posted. So go check us out at fourth and one pod on there. So let's get into it, man. Trey, what, what do you want to start with today? Uh, I never, I never really like to start talking about it this way. Um, but again, this is not a, um, we're self-promoting ourselves guys. So as far as the likes are concerned, it takes two seconds, a little like ding, it helps put the put us in the algorithm, helps filter us to the top. So on your recommended videos, when you open the app, we show up, checks out. That's all that is. Um, I never like to start with, with this kind of news, man, but, but it seems as though uh, we do have a, a little bit of an injury update. And I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to make a point off of this, and I, and I hate to put it this way, but uh, but the Wake Forest uh, Sam Hartman, their quarterback, he, he's out for for undisclosed reasons. They're not really telling us what it is, and it says it's gonna be a while. Um, and I know nobody wants to, to see the kid hurt. I certainly know. I hope he feels better and gets better. Um, but I'm gonna tell you why I, I, I want to talk about this, and it's because earlier in the podcast we talked about you know the kind of bets that we were gonna take and and kind of get back to him. Look, dude, if Wake Forest doesn't have a QB, my Vandy over two and a half is looking spicy. Uh, Van, Vanderbilt with, with minus 120, guys, it's, it's not too late to hop on that. There's a lot of people um, There's a lot of people that are trying to hop up on this bandwagon, and the reason for that is because, truthfully, I, I think that Vandy is one, of those kinda, is one of those kind of teams where you can literally watch them and just have fun. You can literally play a drinking game of take a shot for every point they score, and you take like five. Like, it's like, like, like it, this is fun, bro. Like, I just need three. You play Hawaii, Elon. They've got Wake Forest, Northern Illinois, bro. If you can't get, if you can't go three and one there, then I just, I just don't know. What was they, your, uh, what was the number you got uh, when you originally took uh, this bet? Do you remember? I will, I will tell you. Was it plus one twenty? Uh, it was, it was, it was still at one. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was one twenty. Okay, well, it's plus 100 now, uh, so it's still good value. It was actually minus 140. Oh, it was minus 140. Wow. Oh, well, 
well, dang, you might want to go put some more money if you're that confident this on it. Is, uh, that, that's the play, I, and I'm not really sure. I, I, I look, I, it is what it is, dude. I just need four. It's like it's like the West Virginia you need thing. Three, like, huh? Oh, did you have three now? Three, 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 three. Okay, three. okay. I did. It's like Maybe that's why. I don't know, man. It's kind of like that West Virginia play, dude. Like we're talking about all these kind of teams. I just need six. It's minus one ten at the time for West Virginia. West Virginia's returning. Literally everyone but one on their on their big beefy lines, both sides of the, the big uglies, bro. You're giving me all the same fatties you don't think we're going to run the ball, bro. Tote me to six wins for West Virginia. But anyway, I'm um, not really sure how you feel about that if you're going to join in on that now. But if you do, I guess we can see you. I, look, you remember our bet from last year. Uh, I still owe you a, a, a 24-pack of beer. Because yep. uh, you took the under and I had the over for, yep. I think, what was it, one and a half? Yes. For Vanderbilt? Or like an SEC game, I forgot. It, was, what I think it, was. it, it might have been. It might. It might have been something like that. It might just yeah. been to win a conference game. I forgot what it was, but they didn't win. One, so, uh, <laughs> and I'm on a different side of the totem pole this year, bro. Yeah, now you are. Look, I, I in the first episode, I completely reacted emotionally on this subject. I'm in that plus a hundred. That number looks a little juicy now uh, compared to the minus one forty, and then with them playing Wake Forest without their quarterback uh that seems like a seems like a good opportunity to do they play early on in the season correct so i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure when we talked about this it was like the main reason why i wanted to take this but they do play them a uh, third so september set september 10th and okay. they get them at home too bro they're, they're playing them at home and uh, well, it's, it's not like 11 a.m. kicks. I don't know if Vanderbilt's home crowd advantage is going to really stir the look, look. <laughs> stir direction one way or the other. But look, for for all for all of my weightlifting dogs, you know you know that an early morning football game sucks, but they are going to put you hard on the pre workout and the smelling salts, and they hit way harder in the morning. So mm, um, the smelling salts are uh, <laughs> are not fun. What do you think? I mean, I. I don't really have anything highlighted for Wake Forest's number, but we did see it was at six and a half with a lot of juice towards the over still. I, I don't want to touch that. And, and again, I think it's because I think that the coach is, is – the, the coaching there is good enough to keep them alive, and I, and I don't think that and – I, and I really just don't think that I want to touch that number because he he's done so much with so little – that there's no real reason to want to try to fade them when we don't know how long the kid's going to be out for. He might only be out till week four, but that, that I mean, that helps me on my under. So right. I, I really don't know. So I, I'm staying away from that. Well, let's, let's segue into another one of your big talking points. I don't think, I don't know if we discussed this too, too much on the no. very first episode, but uh, you wanted to discuss Georgia Tech's under three and a half. Or was that three and a half? Am I seeing that right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, at three and a half at minus one twenty. So, uh, what's your what's your opinion on that number? So this one, y'all, is is more of a. I, I missed this one, you know, flatly. I, I missed this one. I'm going to keep this, uh, you know, short, sweet, to the point. I, I think, um, I think that this team is in desperate need of an overhaul. I think that there's a lot of things that could be better. Uh, you lose your best player, you, Jameer Gibbs rolls out, and I think that's probably no shock to anybody. Um, there's a lot of chatter about, you know, obviously, and, and again, I hate calling for people's jobs because I'm not, uh, you know what I mean. But but Jeff Collins, they don't they don't know if he's going to make it past the uh, the end of the season, and so if that's the case, man, I'm I, I have to fade that team. And there's you know no disrespect to the Georgia Tech football program. I, I truthfully, I just have to do what I think is best for money, and we're trying to make 
you know, make a living on, on, on Megan Bank. So if you guys want to lay that, that's minus three and a half. You saw it's uh, minus 120. On, I actually uh, got their schedule up right here. On, on the BK. Let me uh, see. So they got Clemson week one. Whoa. Is that a uh, – that looks like a neutral site game, huh? Yeah, so Clemson week one, definitely going to lose to Clemson. Western Carolina, I don't know anything about them. And again, um, y'all, I, that that game isn't going to go well. Clemson might have one of the best defenses in the entire nation this year. Yeah, Clemson, you got them one and one. They're going to definitely lose to Ole Miss. Definitely going to lose to UCF. They're not. They're not beating. They're not beating Pitt, and they're not beating Florida State. They're not beating Tech, Miami, North Carolina, or Georgia. You've got a shot to to beat UVA. You've got a shot at oh, Duke, man. and you've got that's a shot a at Western way. Carolina. That's a it's, that's a great way. I'm only seeing Duke and Western Carolina as winnable games. Only I'm only yeah. saying Duke as right. as I don't really know what they're all about. So I so I'm on that number. That's, I'm that's under with that. Um, okay. A lot of a lot of money's come in on this. I just recognized it kind of here lately. Um, do you know re- reviewing some notes before the uh, before the show just a couple of nights ago, going over some things. But but that's where I'm at, man. Um, okay. Yeah, I uh, I wanted to touch on a subject that you, uh, me, and you spoke about yesterday, and I I want to say it was an overreaction on your end, just because I did some research myself on it, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna panic on it. The Tennessee football line was discussed. You were concerned with with some injuries that they're having on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, I know that. I specifically was on the hype train. I know you were too, but I was really hard as far as maybe them even beating Georgia and and contending for the eastern side of the SEC. So I looked into it. I don't think it's horrible. I think we know that their defense isn't the best part of of their game. I think we when we went over this, I definitely noted that last year their struggles in big games were on third downs, getting getting the team off the field and, and critical third down plays. And I think they're not like they're not in desperate need of uh, with, with the talent they have coming in this year, and, and they're returning a lot of people on that side of the ball. I think that's going to improve as long as the injuries don't linger on throughout the season. I think they're going to have everyone back for at least, you know, their big game. I think they play someone pretty tough in week two or week three, but uh, I don't think they have anyone terribly tough in week one. I have to go back and see, but they're like minus 4,000 in their week one game. So um, I just want to hold the line there. I was going to consider hedging based on the concern that came from you (laughs) from that, but when I looked into it more, uh, I'm going to hold the line. I'm going to hold the line at their number and and hope – and hopefully – uh, we don't see those things linger on throughout the season. So, I'm, uh, fair look, and and again, I don't, I don't, I don't like to rescind, you know, picks. But you know, I've I've gotten in touch with a couple of people that when I I guess when I say I lightly use the term rub elbows with those that know uh, over there, and I, I think injuries are a concern on the outside for them. I think defensively, they're going to be just about as good as they were last year at the best, like on their best day, they'll be as good as they were last year. And they were uh, horrible last year on the defensive side. But but that doesn't mean anything because Oklahoma or, or you know, um, g- give me give me another team, Oklahoma, you you know, uh, o- Texas. Uh, Iowa State, Texas. Like oh, yeah. any, any of these teams can roll up one day and, and throw for five, 600 yards and be cool, you know, and, and lose maybe one or two games in a year, maybe three. 
and be and be completely content. But but that's the point. Like put Tennessee in that number because that's where I think their offense is going to be. So don't. I mean, we're not fading specifically because the the, the defense may not be their best piece. But yeah, you know, there's a, there's a lot of reason to believe that they'll still be good despite that. Like in you know in spite of 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 their shortcomings. And I think that'll be all on Josh Heupel, who I think is you know the man for the job down there. But you know, beating Georgia's tough. Could it happen? Sure. Um, but to, to get the money, I'd be willing to lay that juice and lay that point. So, um, yeah, well, you know. we'll see. We'll see. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to hold the line for now. Sure. I feel confident enough that they're going to get some of those big games out of there, but let's go to a major, uh, a major conflict. As far as the number is concerned, the number of seven, seven, not under, not less right at seven for LSU. Uh, we've got, a lot of mixed feelings on this number uh, from myself personally, but as well as I think a lot of people down in the state really love the over for this team. I think they're expecting great things from Brian Kelly. And it's it's tough for me. I'm hesitant right now because we don't even have who the starting quarterback is going to be. So what, uh, what are you hearing out of the LSU camp? Are you hearing anything about who's going to be – the starter or are they going to go a, a dual quarterback route what do you think there's uh man this is man um what i what i'll say is that i think that there's a an increasingly likely chance that garrett, garrett nussmeyer is a starter but i think that there is an equally likely chance that uh Jaden daniels is going to have just as much room to run and so whoever out of those two starts i think the the leash is going to be shortened for the other person to have a chance and i say that because Say you give it to Jaden, Jaden's going to get a short leash, and they're just going to be waiting for, for for him to mess up so that Nussmeyer can come in. Uh, I, I think all the tea leaves read that it's a two it's a two man you know race at this point with Miles maybe you know fading a little bit back, uh, which I, I I think the kid's staying around for as long as he has. I mean he's been there as long as the you know Lincoln administration has been around. So uh, you know bless his heart, I, I I want nothing but the best for him. I think whenever. You get into these kind of things that you got to do what's best for the team, and they, they want a, a QB that can move around. Um, you know, looking at a couple of tweets here, man, obviously the recruiting trail is going well, too. They're recruiting kids in the in the bloodline of what they want. Like you look at a Walker Howard, you look at a Garrett Nassmeyer, you look at, you know, the the, the recent the recent signing, of, uh, the recent commitment of Ricky Collins. Like you know what they want. You know, Florida is no different. Georgia is no different. You know, they're like Alabama is no different. They all have what they want, but they'll get – the best out of what they have. Um, so for me, if I had to lay that money today, I would go Garrett Nussmeyer. Um, I think Brian Kelly knows what he's looking at, and there's no real reason to believe that uh, that we that 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 we should assume that it's going to be anybody else but those two. I think Miles is kind of taking a step back in that in that realm. Um, and I yeah. think that as far as the seven is concerned, dude. Talk, I look, you know how I feel so. Yeah, I was. Uh, I know we're we're attempting to go through. Uh, we're trying some new things on the stream. I know you probably. I don't know how great you can see some of this stuff. So we're working hard on on getting all that, you know, fixed and all those all those things looking good for the stream going forward when we get to our, our week zero picks. But I am seeing a lot of uh, a lot of talk with Nussmeyer out uh, right now. He's got a, a minor nagging injury, uh, and and Jaden Daniels is taking the snaps. Uh, the majority of the snaps. And that's important because one, like you said, I, I know you're leaning. I think a lot of the people in, in LSU's camp are leaning towards Nussmeyer uh, being the starter. 
But two things from that. One, where is Miles Brennan? I mean, like Miles Brennan coming into the, you know, when he announced his comeback, you figured he was a shoe in to be the star, uh, the star of the team, the starter for, for that position. And we're just not hearing his name. And, and that's concerning. And I think, yeah. I think they're trying to be cautious with how they, they work with this because I feel like he was, he entered the transfer portal, correct? Uh, mm-hmm. Before coming back. So that's got to be uh, disappointing for him. Uh, and, and as far as Jaden Daniels is concerned, it's important that he's taking these, these majority of these reps because he's got the most experience uh, out of the three right now. And I see a lot of fans uh, wanting him to be the guy. Now he's got he's got some concerns as far as his arm is concerned. Uh, you know, is he a great passer? Uh, I would tend to think he's not. He's an average passer. I, I don't think he's great. As compared to Miles and and maybe even Garrett, but he's a great runner. He's a great dual threat, and in the SEC, I, I think that's a great a great positive to have uh, going into conference play, especially against teams like Bama, teams like Tennessee, uh, who you know when you play LSU, you're gonna you're gonna drop eight and you're gonna let the quarterback make a mistake. Typically, that's what they were doing to us last year or to LSU last year. And uh, and that's just something that can change with Jaden Daniels beating the quarterback on that team. So, as far as the number is concerned, I I said going into it, no matter who the quarterback was, it was going to be if it was six and a half, I'm going over. If it was seven and a half, I'm going under. And if it was seven, I wasn't touching it. So I figured they were going to go on seven. I believe on Barstool, you can get it at six and a half, and I think on even Fanduel, you can get it at six and a half. So if you're one of those people on the LSU side uh, that like the over, I would recommend taking the six and a half over seven, uh, just because I just I think they're a seven and five team, maybe eight and four pushing it right now until we see until we see them on the field. And I see you shaking your head over there. I know. Oh, I was reading notes. My bad. My bad. Oh, I, I know me and Trey have some heated conversations yeah. about LSU. We just have some strong disagreements on what we see. And, uh, and to me, I think they're seven and five, eight and four. And I think eight and four is a great year uh, for Brian Kelly in his first year. I wouldn't complain with that. So, um, that's all I got to say about that. I think I think they're going to go with Nuss Meyer, and I think they're going to add Jaden Daniels into the mix as well. I think they're going to go with both those guys and 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 poor Miles Brennan. I, I don't know what they're going to do with that situation. I think they're going to try and ease into it, and they're giving them every chance as possible because no, we're only into the first week of of camp. But I figured he was going to be the guy even before we got there. I didn't think it was going to be a competition. So sure, we'll have to see we'll have to see what they do with that. And, and, and again, man, look, th- there was real smoke about, you know, maybe a couple couple schools coming after. Maybe it was Nebraska. Maybe it was Southern Miss. I mean, Miles My- Brennan had options. I'm not saying that he was coveted as, you know, uh, Brett Favre. But, I mean, he, he, he could go somewhere else and he could have played, but he decided to come back. And there's something to be said for that. Um, but, but I think whenever you look at – I mean, you have to read the tea leaves, man. Whenever a coach is, is, is getting kids committed – and how and how the kid plays matches three people on the roster, but the outlier is the one that's not getting the snaps with the first team. I mean, like, what are we supposed to expect? Like, we could be saying the same thing if Anthony Richardson wasn't getting, you know, the, the first team snaps, or if, you know, the team that we're about to talk about up next wasn't getting the first, you know, first snaps. Like, you have to you have to take that in, into consideration. But I think you're going to see a lot of names 
hear it pop all over the place. And, you know, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to sit here and try to claim to be, uh, to be on, on the recruiting show. That's not what I do for a, uh, for a living. But all I know is that LSU is going to get some good news later on this week. Um, and well, I'm just going to leave it at that. Um, and so I think with that, I'm going to lead into another thing that I wanted to talk about. And this is kind of one of my, my favorite discussions this, this year. And, and again, I know that this is obviously a team that Russo <laughs> might have had a couple of strong things to say about. I apologized. I, I know, apologized. I know, but I, I think that a lot of people <laughs> just kind of expected, um, you know, Texas A&M to, to just Don Max Johnson, you know, the starter. A lot of people think, you know, if you're going to go, it's for the same reason why people thought Jaden Daniels would be the starter. Why'd you go and get him if you're not going to start him? Like if you were comfortable with what you had, then why'd you go and get him and want him? So uh, for, for Texas A&M, this is the reason why he and I both went on the under here um, is because we really don't know. I don't think that the offense has changed in a really, really long time. Um, I think that it is the same offense that he drew, that, that Jimbo drew up, you know, 38 years ago. But the but the point of why I respect AM is because they continue to I mean obviously they oh Texas eight and four, but they still they still win games despite that. Like they they they've not had a dominant quarterback, but yet they still come out and win games. You don't see anybody else mar- marching over and beating Alabama in the regular season, but they did it. So it's you know, to me, if I had to make the choice today, from what I understand and what I'm hearing, I'm thinking that it's Haynes King. Um, Haynes King has been raising a lot of eyebrows. It could go either way. Uh, but but you have to think about you know what what Haynes King brings to the table, man. Like I, everybody kind of sleeping on this dude and Connor Wegman, everybody's sleeping on him too. But you know Haynes King obviously coming out of Longview I, in the in the COVID class, I think he was in 2020. Uh, he's been around for a little bit. It's his time. It's now or never, bro. Like you know quarterbacks don't stay around for forever. It's now or never. So either either put it on, strap it up, and tote that thing, or or you know you might have to go you know find somewhere else to play because Max Johnson is. I mean, Max Johnson's here to play his brothers over there. So where he's going to go? I mean, yeah, no, I look. I know, uh, I know. Max Johnson was perceived to be the guy. Uh, I, I don't know where uh, Jimbo's going to go. I uh, I firmly believe that if Max Johnson is the star starting quarterback of this team, Watch under eight, easy. under eight and a half okay. is is a Russo lock. Okay. Not saying this out of spite. I just I I don't think if he's starting the season, even if he just plays the first half of the season, they're not winning nine games. They're not going nine and three. The West is way too tough this year. Uh, NIL is going to not only affect them because I know they're getting a lot of a lot of great ads to their team and additions to their team, but so is Ole Miss, so is Arkansas, so is Mississippi State, so is LSU. So. Um, and Bama's Bama. So I, I, to me, if Max Johnson's the starter, under eight and a half, plus one thirty, is is some of the, one of the best bets I've ever seen as far as a total is concerned. And same for Auburn with T.J. Finley. Uh, now he's got some drama uh, with 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 the team. I think the team addressed it. They kind of swept it under the rug. I don't know how much that affects him being the starting quarterback over there. But if T.J. Finley is also the starting quarterback, I don't have Auburn's number in front of me right now, but I'm telling you, go to DraftKings, go to FanDuel, if you're in Louisiana, by the way, uh, or any approved state. Go bet the under for Auburn. If either of those quarterbacks are starting as far as T.J. Finley for Auburn and Max Johnson for A&M, keep on the lookout for them. 
Uh, we're going to have a Twitter uh, soon. I'm going to hopefully have it up this weekend. And uh, and, and we're it's Friday. We're uh, we're trying. You know, we typically record on Thursdays. I had a uh, stomach bug yesterday, so I could not get. I uh, just couldn't get here without uh, maybe going to having to go to the bathroom. I didn't want to do that to Trey and leave him by himself. So it's Friday this weekend. Hopefully, I'm going to have everything up and I will post it to our Facebook. I will. Uh, I'll make an ad for it on our TikTok. Uh, please go check us out on TikTok as well. YouTube's not our only platform. And when we get to week zero, we will be officially on Spotify and Apple Music as far as the podcast are concerned. Uh, I've got all of that worked out. I, I've had some experience as far as that's concerned with some of my other shows. So I will have that up and ready, and we'll have all the links for you there. But please go check out our Twitter this weekend. I'm going to have everything set up for that. That's where you can track our bets. That's where me and Trey are going to have all of our bets. We're going right. to distinguish who's making the bets. We're going to keep up with our records throughout the year. And uh, and hopefully we're both going to be positive. Hopefully we're going to be bringing in some units to the folks that are betting with us and that are tailing us. And I know people might be hesitant uh, towards the beginning uh, just to see how we do, but I'm feeling both of us are going to be at least 60% this year uh, as far as a win percentage. And for people saying, oh, only 60%, uh, 60% is very good. As you far know how hard as that is to do. <laughs> yeah. 50-50, even – I mean, 50 is uh, – you know, you're probably losing some juice as far as, you know, when you make every single bet. But still, 50-50 is even impressive throughout the entirety of a season. And we're not only going to be picking one or two games like, you know, most people do. We're going to be – picking a, a slate of games we like Correct. to uh we like Correct. to fill our, our our cards with a lot of games and we see a lot of value doing that so that's uh that's my opinion on that but yeah coach trey uh anything else you want to get out before we uh we get to the weekend here no i, I but uh, but again and, and i want to make this point when when you make season bets it is so easy it is so easy for people to to watch from the woods and then wait till it plays out and then say, Oh, look, I told you so you look dumb. Like we're going off of information that we have. You know what I mean? And so, and first of all, whoever whoever does that, you suck. And clearly you don't you don't play this game because you're going off of information that you have. And and for example, like Will Anderson going down to fifteen hundred, you're looking at it right I here. I think I think we're getting the people on on Will Anderson, man. I, I think is, I think you're leading the you're leading the way with that. The the fact that there is so much disrespect for him to win the high, they should make a week where he is just in front of everybody and has the best odds for the Heisman specifically specifically because he was robbed. It is a crime. And and again, we're going off of information that we have now. We might get to week two and go, man, all these bets are pretty much locked. And you might get to week three and go, man, well, half of those bets kind of stuff. Like, you, you don't really know. And so who can say? So, so you know, be along for the ride, man. Our game to game weeks are going to be sick. I did not know you, we were going to we were going to drop Spotify knowledge on everybody. We we're kind of keeping that under wraps. So, you know, congratulations to everybody that heard that here first. Uh, we are going to come to Spotify. So that means whenever you're going, you know, to hit the gym, going to work, walk the dog, you know, you know, whatever it's going to be, you can still listen to us and maybe not have to look at our beautiful faces the whole time. But, um, you know, and, and the last thing that I want to say is uh, this is going to be a channel that um, that I think we're going to have to follow the whole year round. And it is that there is going to be a change in college football. And I think you're going to see what I'm saying, you know, as the weeks progress. Um, but changes are coming and things are going to happen a little bit differently. And th there, there goes into it. We're going to get into it later on in the season as to why, 
a Will Anderson pick is part of that. Right. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And as far as the show is concerned, uh, we're going to be reaching out to people. We're going to have some special guests on our podcast, hopefully throughout the year, whether that be some athletes that play for teams or some other podcasts similar to us. Uh, so if you're interested in that, uh, feel free to reach out to me or coach. We're, uh, we're very open-minded people, and we want anyone and everyone, uh, whether you're just a fan an athlete on a team uh, with an opinion, or if you're podcasting like us, man, let's network and let's have a good time. So look out for that. Be on the lookout for that. Our Twitter, on Spotify, all that news is going to be on our Facebook. Uh, so check us out. And, uh, and that's it, man. Below 30 minutes. Again, we are uh, we're getting the information out with quality and assurance. So uh, no odds are sponsored by uh, our DraftKings. I wish they'd sponsor us maybe in one world, but that's just the site we're using. Uh, I, I feel like that's the most uh, – it has the most variety. So uh, sure. check out DraftKings, but also make sure to network with the other sites as well. Maybe you'll find better lines there. So that is it for us. I hope everyone has a great weekend. Coach Trey, any final words? Nothing nothing really else besides that, man. We're just kicking tires, lighting fires. You know how we go. Peace out. Week zero cannot come fast enough. Let's go. Week zero is coming.